Welcome to the True North Podcast. This podcast is about navigating through today's culture in the direction that lands at the heart of God. Let's go. Put in work, put in work, put in work. Hey, that song that you just heard is the song called Put In Work by one of my favorite artists. His name is Swoop. Uh, that's a new, uh, new song off his newest album called 24. I highly recommend you go check that album out. Um, yeah, so like I said, my name is Lindsey Melton Jr. This is the True North Podcast. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind for the next few minutes. Yes, it has been a long time since I've done an episode. So um, for those that uh, uh, have listened to me currently, um, if this is your first time listening, thank you for giving this podcast a listen. I'm super excited. Um, and hopefully uh, what God gives me, uh, I pray that it reaches you um, in whatever um, in, in wherever aspect or whatever aspect of life that you are currently in. You know, the goal of this podcast, because um, at the end of the day, we all have our own bodies of water that we are sailing through. Um, and those bodies of water, the ocean is life. We all have our, you know, uh, whether it's jobs or ministry or parenting or trying to be a better spouse, um, trying to be the best uh, employee or trying to be the best employer. You may be an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, whatever it is, we all have these types of oceans that we are sailing through. And if you follow Jesus, then your true north your, your constant thing that, sh that doesn't change, your true north, the thing that you can lean on the most, should be the direction that lands you at the heart of God, whatever it is. And that's the goal of this podcast is to take all those types of oceans, take all the types of things that are currently going on in life and navigate through those on a path that lands us at the heart of God because at the end of the day, his heart is our true North. It's the one thing that doesn't change. It's the one thing that we can go to. It's the thing. It's not, it's not like a buffet of many things. And Jesus is just, you know, he's the lettuce and still we got tomatoes and cucumbers and all these things over here. No, 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 no. Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord. Hebrews chapter one. I ain't trying to preach to you, but Hebrews chapter one literally says that it is through him the world, uh, the world was made, seen and unseen. Um, and it's through him. He is the sustainer of all things. Woo! Let that marinate. So, but yes, it's been a long time since I recorded an episode. So let me give you a quick update on uh, the Melton family. Um, we, uh, we are now three boys deep. We had our third boy uh, back in April, April 30th to be exact, um, just three days after my mom's. Uh, after we celebrated my mom's birthday um so she kind of got her wish which is to have um, a grandbaby um her one of her wishes was her exact wish was one of her grandbabies and her share birthday um but you know they share the month so you're welcome mom all right i love you <laughs> so yeah we're now three boys deep um here's the bid ticket all right we are no longer in florida no longer in central florida we actually moved back to the great state of uh, Tennessee. Happy, happy 
Yes, we are now back in Tennessee. Um, in fact, to be specific, we are actually living in my hometown. So you guys keep me in prayer. So, but yeah, no, it's it's totally the Lord. We're back in my hometown. We're in Tennessee. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, and just mentally, physically, emotionally, a lot has changed. Um, and I want to dive into it. So, if if you saw the title of this um, of this episode, you're probably like, "What is Lindsay doing?" Um, but yes, I fully think that Captain Planet was right. All right, but before we go into that. Um, understand this, the, the format of this, uh, podcast is obviously changing. Uh, one of the things I love to do, I love to talk about culture. I love to recommend music. I love to recommend books, um, and shows and all kinds of things. So, uh, subtly I may just insert different, you may hear different songs in between transitions and stuff like that, that will function as, um, my music recommendations. And obviously I'll let you know who the artist is, the song. Um, but obviously, if I'm putting it on here, I truly like it. I'm not saying you have to like stop everything you're doing and download the song or listen to it. But I'm just saying, here, this is something I've heard. I truly recommend you listen to it because it's really good. So that being said, here is one more real quick. That was the song called Sparrows by Corey Asbury. Sparrows, Sparrows. Um, either way it goes, like, I love that song. I, there's so much has happened in our life. And when I say our life, I mean uh, the Melton family. So much has happened in my life that um, there's been, you ever have those songs that just, like, they get you through some stuff? Like, it's almost like the, the writer is literally a fly on the wall in your life, and they are witnessing everything you go through and they write a song that you know attests and inspires you to look towards God that's what I think about when it comes to sparrows like I love that song the first time I heard it I was like bro like I was crying I'm like God like did Corey just witness and I got I call him Corey as if I know him on first name basis pray to God one day that happened but I'm like dude this this guy just literally witness everything that we went through and write a song about it oh my gosh i love it but it's a good reminder that um if you've ever seen in the scripture in the gospel of matthew where jesus literally reminds us that if god is willing to take care of the sparrows he will take care of us okay if, if the lilies don't worry about um you know whether the sun is going to come out and shine upon them and cause them to grow or if it's going to rain today in order for them to receive nutrients within the soil if the lilies don't worry about those things, speaking to myself, neither should we. I mean, we. the Bible says that we humans are the apple of God's eye. All right, he's already got a plan for us. And, and within his plan, he is appropriately taking care of us, spiritually, mentally, and financially. So, so we just have to trust. And that's super hard. It is super hard, especially in this unsteady world, and especially in this world where everybody loves to throw labels. And if you if you don't uh, prescribe to a label, then you know you're a label not prescribing to a label. Um, you know, uh, in this world of 
COVID, not COVID, Delta variant, low-key variant, spoiler alert, low-key variant, whichever. Kind of good. All right. But anyways, in this unsteady world of where every 30 seconds the news is changing and at times the news is inspired by an agenda. So you're like, I don't know if I can trust it or not. So at the end of the day, the one constant, just like I said in the intro, the constant, his name is Jesus, and he is our true north. We can trust him. So what I want to talk about is maybe Captain Planet had it right. All right. Now, if you are, if you are, I guess I would say like born after 2000 or after 2001. I'm thinking of my sister because she was born in 2001. And she doesn't, I talked to her about this and she was like deers in the headlights. She never heard of Captain Planet. So I would say if you're born like after 2000, 2001, you probably never heard of Captain Planet. But for those, for those lucky ones, all right, that came before that, for the 90s babies and the 80s babies, all right, I'm 89, all right, just saying. But for the lucky ones, all right, we remember who Captain Planet was. Now listen, you know as a kid, you were dancing in the middle of your living room to this. Captain Planet was a bop, all right? <laughs> he was he was woke before <laughs> before we knew what woke was. All right, he was all about that global warming, like preventing it and all that stuff. Pollution, pollution is is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. So here, synopsis is there is all these kids. All right, let me give you. Let me explain. Uh, let me explain Captain Planet. All right, you know Captain Planet. Uh, he had these disciples. Yes, he had these disciples and. Uh, these disciples, or, you know, Lindsay, don't be so super spiritual. Okay, he had these followers. He had these groups of teenagers, uh, rebels. Um, and within this group of teenagers, it was like, you know, um, it was almost like the breakfast club. Like, no person was the same. Very diverse culturally, um, you know, because you had, like, an Asian. You had one one, uh, one black person, one Asian person, like a redhead, a blonde blue-eyed, um, a Pacific Islander. Um, definitely had, uh, and it was a mixture of boys and girls, uh, and all of them had um, these encoder rings that had powers, that, and the powers were supposed to be based off the elements of the earth. So you had like earth, wind, water, fire. Um, my wife always makes fun of the last one, heart. <laughs> it was just, you had to go back and watch the theme song. Uh, watch it on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type Captain Planet theme song. Watch the video, because it's like, it starts off really like, like yeah, it's like, um, uh, I think it was the black guy. So shout out to, you know, ah, Wakanda forever. But I was the black guy. He starts it off like earth, duh, duh, fire, wind, water, heart. Like, wow, really? Like it just, <laughs> it just goes downhill. But anyways, all right. So like um, these guys, they could use their, their power rings to help solve um, problems, help be solutions to issues. But, you know, uh, whenever they would combine and whenever they would get over their insecurities and get over their um, their selfish tendencies or their narcissistic tendencies, ooh, I'm going somewhere with this, whenever they got over themselves and all agreed and came in union, their powers would combine and create this superhero named Captain Planet. All right. 
So um, the reason I say maybe Captain Planet was right, maybe I think Captain Planet was right, is because um, in a sense of that unity is the only way the mission is achieved. Because Captain Planet only existed when all these individuals came into union, when they, became, when they came into unity, when they got over themselves, when they pushed aside their desires, their agendas, their wants, their wills, their ways, when they push aside all those things, here came the solution. So, Lindsay, what does this have to do with the gospel or church or following Yahweh? Well, to quote um, my and my wife's pastor, um, Pastor Dale Wright in Judah Church in Bristol, Tennessee, um, he literally said this in a sermon. He said, the reason that there's over a thousand churches and over a thousand denominations is because we Christians follow everything but Jesus Christ. Yeah, let that marinate. Now, let me add my spin to it. All right, in my hometown in Lexington, Tennessee, all right, the population here as of two years ago uh, is over 7,800 folks, men, women, and children. Hide the men, women, and children. Hide the women and children. No, uh, here in my hometown, there's uh, there's well over 7,800 people, according to the census in 2019. And in this town, there is a currently, or not a currently, wow, there's accurately 50 churches within this small town of 7,800 people. Yes, 50 churches for a town of population size, um, 7,800 people. So the reason for this is because we as humans, and, and when I say we, I'm not just talking about my town, but I'm talking about state of Tennessee, the country in general. I'm talking about the world. There's more churches than there are people in a town, in a city. I mean, there's, there, there's more churches than banks and pharmacies. And if you go into town, there's always plenty of banks and pharmacies. But there's more churches. And why is this? The reason for this is because we as humans prioritize um, our way over Yahweh. Mm. Let that marinate. That's so sad. We as Christians, we prioritize our way over Yahweh, and only one way can be in charge. I'm going to say that one more time. The reason that there are uh, a thousand, over a thousand denominations, over a thousand uh, churches is because we as Christians, we prioritize our way over Yahweh. And only one way can be in charge. It's either God's vision or yours. It's either God's vision or yours. Because too many Christian leaders want to manage both. And understand this. If you're trying to manage two visions, then that means you're going to have division. Which leads to starting up another church. Based off of all the things that someone wanted to do but couldn't do at their last church. I like this music. They don't play this music. I'm going to go start my own church where we play only this music. And you start this church and you're only playing, you know, your type of music and you get, you get a following and all of a sudden somebody within the church, well, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like that decor. I'm going to go start my own church where it's, it's more, it's more uh, modern, more modern decor and splash walls and LED lights, TVs and disco balls and all these different things. And before you know it, we have, we have, at least in my hometown, we have 50 churches or over 50 churches based off of preference instead of the commission. 
Woo. We have more churches than we do disciples. Mm. That's scary. That is scary. We have more churches than we do disciples because in the Great Commission, Jesus says, hey, go into all the world and make churches? No, 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 no. Go into all the world and make, acquire Instagram followers? TikTok followers? Go into all the world and make sure that they see your brand and lock in and some and subscribe to your Patreon account. Make sure they buy your books. Make sure they No, 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 no. And listen, I'm not saying that there's stuff wrong with having a Patreon account because one day I may have one. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with writing books, writing books for Jesus. In fact, Paul's book recommendation, The Real Jesus by Jonathan Stottsville, it will change your life. All right, time in. I'm not saying that there's wrong, there's anything wrong with having people follow you on Instagram or TikTok. But what I'm saying is we have, as the bride of Christ, we have veered off in so many different ventures that the one thing that Jesus asked us to do, you ever been to a restaurant where like they they can't nail down the one thing? Like, or you're talking to somebody, you ask them to do one thing and they do 50 things except for that one thing. You're like, bro, I just asked you, you only have one job, one job. Literally Jesus, as he's ascending to heaven, he's like, hey, how are you? As my, as my middle son would say, hello down there. Literally Jesus is like, Go into all the world and make disciples. Preach the gospel, make disciples. Preach the gospel, make disciples. And what's crazy is in our attempt to preach the gospel and make disciples, we have slowly elevated our preferences above preaching the gospel and making disciples. We have slowly elevated the style of music we prefer versus reaching the hurting, the hurting and the broken. Maybe they don't like that type of music. Can we get over ourselves enough to be like, you know what? What is going to help advance the kingdom of God? If you serve uh, in church leadership or you volunteer, then definitely this episode is for you. But like, Understand this, our main goal should be what helps us advance the kingdom of God? What is going to help us add souls to the kingdom of God? That vision, it doesn't just exist in my hometown, doesn't just exist in my state or the great state of the USA, but it's all over the world. The style of music, doctrine, trendy font, current branding leads Christians more than the heart of God. I'm going to say that again because that's a bop. It's a bar. All right. The style of music, doctrine, the style of doctrine, the, the content of doctrine, trendy font. Trust me, I've seen it. Trendy font, current branding leads Christians more than the heart of God. And where there's no unity, 
transformation is absent also. Trendy font doesn't save someone. Trendy font doesn't it doesn't help the single mom remain hopeful knowing that God is going to take care of her and her kids. I'm not against trendy font. Trust me, there are some font I look at, I'm like, oh, that's ugly. But when I put so much, when I prioritize making sure that, you know, we look, the church, okay, just give some context to. We are currently serving at the church that I grew up in, which is really awesome, um, full circle-wise, just because this past Sunday we attended, just come to attend. Um and my dad and my, my mom and my dad, they're up preaching in the pulpit. But, like, it hit me as we were sitting in the church that here are all three of my kids, and my wife, of course, but here are all three of my boys in the same pews, running, jumping, dancing, clapping, laughing, in the same pews that I did that as well, full circle. But if I, as, as we help serve the community through this church, if I solely make sure that the church looks great online, but there's still people down the street that don't have food to eat, I've missed it. I've missed what Jesus was trying to communicate as he was leaving the earth. I failed to do that job. I failed to do that. You know, if our sole focus is just making sure that Sunday mornings, man, we look great, we got it together, lights are killing it, oh my God, the fog machine, woo, just like it created that atmosphere. If we're solely focused on Sunday morning experience, then we've missed it as well. We've missed it as well. See, Captain Planet might have got it right by reminding us that whatever the mission is, it's going to require everyone and everything that they can bring to the table. Even if you don't like what everybody brings to the table, it doesn't matter. Your opinions are not sovereign. God is. Definitely speaking to myself. Our opinions are not sovereign. God is. If God embraces all of you, then you should be doing the same towards others. If God embraces all of you, then you should be doing the same towards others. So if you serve in your local church, then I'm definitely talking to you, like I said earlier. But I want to, I don't want to keep beating the, the nail on the head, but I want to offer a piece of advice, all right? This is something the Lord gave me. So here is a piece of advice. Here's something how, here's how we can apply, you and me and whoever else is listening, here's how we can apply um, what the whole Captain Planet motto. Yeah, let's call it that. The Captain Planet motto. Here's how we can apply it. All right, you ready? Get a pen and paper. Uh, you might want to like put some pillows or some cushion on your toes because they're about to get squashed. All right, pray and ask the Lord to show you who to reach out to. All right. Once he's done this, reach out to someone, reach out to that person that is at a different church. So obviously pray and ask the Lord, someone, uh, pray and ask the Lord to show you who to reach out to at a different church, all right? And then once he's done that, 
follow through with it and reach out to that person at a different church who is a part of a different denomination. I'm not talking about if you go to a Pentecostal church, only talk to Pentecostal people. Because I, I saw this video on TikTok. This girl was like, just because I belong to a different church doesn't mean I have to only fellowship with my church people. We're not games. We're human beings. And I'm like, well said. Well said. All right. So, for example, if you go to a non-denominational church, good for you. Reach out to somebody who serves at a Lutheran church or whoever the Lord puts before you. But I'm just giving you an example of two vastly different denominations. All right. Lindsay, non-denomination is not a denomination. It is. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, make sure that um, whoever you're reaching out to is somebody that is vastly different. And, and if you want to invite their invite. Uh, one of the leaders there, or invite the pastor, reach out to him or her, and invite them out to lunch, all right? Now, next, do your homework on things that your town or city really needs. I'm talking physically. I'm not just talking about spiritually, because you say that. People are like, we need revival, brother. No, not talking about that. I'm talking about physically. Like, what is physically, what are some things that your town or city truly needs? And by doing research, you may have to reach out to the city mayor, county mayor, whatever, or people that are in um, uh, that are you know in positions of influence. Um, a pastor friend of mine like reminded me, hey, reach out to your local barber, uh, reach out to hairdressers, reach out you know people that like they they see a lot of foot traffic and they hear a lot of things. Like reach out to them and find out what what are some things that your city or town needs. All right. All right. And then once you go to lunch with this person, um, ask them, hey, what are some things that you've noticed in our community physically that are needed? All right. Let them talk and you present uh, your research as well. And then you and that person, y'all come together along with your pastor and their pastor. Come together to develop a plan to solve some of those needs for the community. To solve those needs. And the reason I say present it to your pastor and their pastor, because you want to make sure that um, it's not viewed as you starting a church, you starting, you know, your own movement, you're you starting your own kingdom in the video room. You know, like you want to make sure that it um, that the intent of your heart is perceived without question. All right. So obviously present these to leadership in the church and then create the event. All right, now here's the big thing. Here's where every pastor I know would say, Lindsay, you can't do that. But I'm encouraging you to do this next step right here. All right, once you create the event, here's the big game changer. Don't publicly attach a church name to it. Don't publicly attach your church's name to it or their church's. Don't, don't, don't put any church's name on it. Don't do it. Listen, my arm doesn't announce to the world, hello, I'm Lindsay's arm, and I'm now reaching for the ketchup. <laughs> no, it just functions as the arm, and it gets the ketchup off the table and squirts it onto my plate so I can dip my fries in it. All right, go be the hands and feet of Jesus without announcing what you're going to do. Go be the hands and feet of Jesus without announcing 
your denomination or non-denomination affiliation. Can you do that? I encourage you to do that. I, I like the sound of that. How about we go be the hands and feet of Jesus without announcing our denomination or non-denomination affiliation? And when people ask, why are you doing this? You don't say, I do this because I belong to such and such church. No, when they say, man, why are you being this nice? Why are you giving me food? Why are you paying for a meal? Why are you providing school supplies for my kids? Why are you paying for haircuts for my kids? Or why are you buying us clothes? You say, I'm doing this because there is a God who loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his only son named Jesus to live the same life that you lived before you came on the earth. And he lived that life and he took upon all the guilt, sin and shame that was supposed to be on you. He took that all the way to the point of death on a cross. But guess what? Three days later, he rose above all that and now sits at the right hand of the father, praying and pleading for his children and his family. This is what has been done for me. And it's been done for you if you accept it. And I want to show you just a, a bite size of what that looks like by me paying for a meal or by me uh, doing whatever this is that I've done. I want to show you that, hey, this is, this is just, this is peanuts compared to what Jesus has done for you. I do this because God loves you and I love you. Tell them that. Don't tell them who you're affiliated with. Tell them that. And if they want to if they want to learn more or know more, then yes, bring them to church with you. But it's time that we as the bride of Christ. It's time that we start going and being the bride of Christ. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a little bit longer than the usual, but hey, I pray you got something from it. Um, if you were blessed by this, make sure, um, Lindsay, what's blessed mean? It literally just means if there was something that I said that like you were like, bro, he's talking to me. If I was walking down your street and knocking on your door with what I said, all right, if, 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 if you're like, yeah, that's me, yeah. All right, so if that was you, then I encourage you, please, please, please uh, make sure you like um, make sure you like the podcast on where wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Um, however you listen to this, make sure you like it. Make sure you follow, subscribe, and leave a comment. It just helps uh, the algorithms push this podcast to people um, that really need to hear it. All right. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Be back next week.